Welcome to the Real Estate Syndication Show. Whether you are a seasoned investor or building a new real estate business, this is the show for you. Whitney Sewell talks to top experts in the business. Our goal is to help you master real estate syndication. And now your host, Whitney Sewell. This is your daily real estate syndication show. I'm your host, Whitney Sewell. Today, our guest is Jacob Blackett. Thanks for being on the show, Jacob. Thank you very much, Whitney. Yeah, it's an honor to know you, Jacob. It was great to share a stage with you in Tampa a few months back at a conference and hearing you speak. And from your experience, I knew you'd be a great guest. Appreciate your time. And, you know, a little about Jacob. He began his real estate career in 2010 when he bought and sold his first two residential fix and flip properties. Since 2012, he has placed over $40 million into income-producing real estate. He founded Holdfolio in 2014 to create partnerships to profit from real estate. Today, Holdfolio owns almost 500 total units comprising mostly of multifamily apartments. Last year, he founded Syndication Pro in order to better serve the technological uh, needs of real estate investors. Outside of his businesses, Jacob enjoys staying active, volunteering as a big brother, and education as a hobby. Jacob, thank you again for your time and just the value I know you're going to provide to the listeners from your experience. But give them a little bit more about who you are and just what your focus is right now. And then let's dive into some of your expertise. Yeah. So my background, like you mentioned back in 2010, is when I first started in real estate. I was actually a sophomore in college and studying finance and entrepreneurship. Late one night, saw an infomercial on TV about flipping houses. And kind of caught my eye. There was a free seminar, one night seminar. And so I not learned anything about real estate at college. So I want to go to check it out. Long story short, I started flipping houses through college. And when I graduated, kind of had the decision go chase the financial kind of sector, climb up a ladder, maybe into some corporate finance or or investment banking or something, or go play with real estate. So doing the fix and flips, I thought that was really great. I was enjoying it. I went full time when I graduated, actually took out some student loans my senior year just to get some extra working capital, kind of maxed out those student loans and kind of ran off. I did a lot of fix and flip, a lot of wholesaling. My whole strategy was to buy, fix, sell properties and then use those profits to build a buy and hold portfolio. And so that was my dream. And I think a lot of people have that dream is having that portfolio that's paying those dividends and kind of gives you that flexibility. And so that's what I was dreaming for and striving for. It didn't take but one really good year where the income taxes that were due when my CPA finished filing my tax return, I had to sell a few of my houses in order to pay that tax bill. And it really stepped me back. And I thought, man, how am I going to build this portfolio if I have to pay all this this in taxes? And so that's actually where syndication came into play, where the model of actually partnering with investors by income producing properties, you don't have a huge tax barrier to get into this from a syndicator's perspective, right? So that's why I kind of turned my model and said, well, instead of owning 100% of 50 houses, if I could own 20% of a thousand, then I'm way farther ahead. So that's kind of where I started creating partnerships with investors and scaling that out to where we are today, where I kind of intuitively, I'm really focused on systems and automation and streamlining things. 
And so that's kind of where I've found myself in terms of offering a platform for other real estate professionals, specifically syndicators, to manage this entire process online like I've been doing because it's been so powerful for me. And then also still as a real estate operator, still building the portfolio, making partnerships so in both worlds. There's so many things I could ask you about. We'll have to have you back to really dive into how you got started because I really want to commend you on, I mean, getting started as a sophomore in college, you're going to school and you started flipping homes and it's very impressive. And I know the listeners can relate that or whether they're in college or whether they're working full time, you know, at another job, you can make this happen if you want it bad enough, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'd love to dive into that sometime. But today we wanted to focus on just the building blocks of raising capital and how technology can help us. And, you know, you're an expert in that. And so I, I look forward to getting into this, but, but get us started in how you've done this and want to get into just some of the ways you've automated this process. I think thinking back to when I first started doing my first syndication, I was doing a lot of calls, a lot of individual emails, sending PDF documents over email. And you know what, just this process of raising money from maybe five to 10 people it was pretty arduous having the same conversations with all these different people and emailing this document and then trying to get this document back and creating the spreadsheet to manage it all. And so when I sat back and said, man, how do we make this better? How do we get to that next step? This was back in 2014. I looked to technology. I said, I was actually looking at some crowdfunding, real estate crowdfunding websites and just seeing all of the automation and the ability for investors to create accounts and have a dashboard, the power from our perspective to be able to post an investment and have your entire network just view that and review the details. Everyone has the same information and they can all work through this investment process, just automate the entire thing. That's what really got me excited and kind of how I had the vision of how are we going to take this from these very early on syndications to doing a syndication a quarter, or even we're doing syndications every month or every other month at one point. So we built out a website, we created partnered with a development team, spent a lot of time, almost an entire year in development and had our attorneys kind of in, in the process of making 3,000 users. And we have over 300 active investors with us. And it was all based on that foundation, that website, the platform. And it got to a point where my fellow colleagues and other syndicators were kind of looking at me and saying, how do we build what you build? And I kept getting this kind of question every once in a while. And I always think, well, I spent a lot of time a ton of money. And I don't know if I could recommend anyone to go build out their website. And so it was actually after a mastermind event that I realized really only a couple of the entire room were using a, a platform. And so I started doing some research and realized that there was a big need for other people to be using a platform like I had been using. I think I was taking it for granted once I really started learning how the majority of people were raising capital. And so that's where I decided to go ahead and polish up the corners and formalize Syndication Pro, which is actually a licensing platform that allows other syndicators to use that streamlined, automated, professional platform to raise capital. And it's been really awesome just onboarding so many different people. Everyone has different ways of raising capital and kind of growing that platform has been really unique. So tell us some of the crucial things that a platform like this does for us that even if we don't have a platform like this, that we should be considering when we're raising capital. 
you know, what are some things that this, things that you wanted in your business or ways that you're either following up with investors or ways you're building those relationships that, you know, this system is going to help me do this. And now obviously it's helping lots of other people to do the same thing. But what were those things that, you know, help us to think through that? Like, I need to make sure I'm doing these things to really build those relationships and to be able to raise capital. Yeah, we could talk for hours we about could. the intricacies, but I think a few key ones. Number one is when you're raising money, it's, there's a certain element of customer service. I mean, you're servicing your investors. They want to feel comfortable with you. They want to know the updates. They want to know the details of their payouts. They want to see their portfolio. So from a customer service perspective of just having a place for your investors to have a dashboard and having an environment for you to easily provide updates and documents and distribution history, that's a key part. And another kind of example I could give would be just the overall automation. So if we're raising $2 million, 20 different investors, and we're spending between us and our admin and individuals, who knows, 120 hours from A to Z of doing that. And if we could cut that down to 30 hours, I mean, that's a lot of time to be saved. So that's the other big part is just from when someone is interested and maybe putting a soft commitment versus actually investing and going through the process of verifying that they've read the documents, they have the necessary information and how much they're investing. How are they investing? How do you manage individual investors from IRA investors, from trusts and LLCs and giving your investors a nice, easy way to do that. And then moving into the process of actually signing the documents. You know, how do we have that? So it's just, they're now signing the documents and then they're funding their investment, and you have a whole different array of investors. Some are tech savvy, so they'll kind of have intuitive, they'll just kind of go through the process. Others aren't so tech savvy. So how do you build this so that you don't have investors kind of scratching their head like, I'm sorry, like, what am I supposed to do next? Or, oh, I was supposed to fund my investment. That defeats the whole purpose at that point. Yeah, you know, you don't want to be answering these type of questions from all your investors, like, did I sign? Or what do you need me to do next? right? Like that's, you want it all automated. So those are a couple of examples. I think for those who are meeting new investors and attracting more capital, one part is getting to know these investors. So for us, for example, we like to go ahead and implement a system by where when people register with us, they go ahead and see a prompt that says, please schedule a brief introduction call. We're required to get to know our investors. This will take 10 to 15 minutes. And the link's in there. They can go ahead and schedule the call on your calendar. You control that. And just with that automation alone, some people will register. They won't schedule a call. And maybe you'll try to email them. You'll call them. They'll never get back to you. And so you have all this wasted time if you multiply that. For example, we register five to 10 investors every day. So if if I'm trying to create follow-up campaigns and email and call these people like we did for a long time, I'm spending a lot of time. But what we learned is that if those who register with you, if they actually schedule a call, those are the most serious. Everyone else is going to be in your email base. They'll circle back with you. They'll let you know when they're ready to invest. But if you focus on those people who actually schedule a call and who are serious, those are the people who are going to be investing with you. These kind of little built-in automations throughout the entire process that kind of save us time as syndicators. So this platform, I know would help anybody in the industry grow their investor base, no doubt. And just those communications, especially going through a deal. I've done a demo and it's pretty amazing. After you go through a deal and and you're going back and forth with all the documents and trying to answer this question, I mean, it's great to have some kind of system like this. 
It's amazing. But let's say I'm not really ready for that kind of expense yet. I don't feel like I'm there yet. I want to just kind of go through this deal, maybe my first few deals before I commit to something like that. You know, what are some ways that I can be increasing my number of investors that are registering? It's impressive. You know, five to 10 investors a day are registering. That's amazing. And so help us or help the listener to be able to increase their investors that are engaging them. Yeah. From that standpoint, it's awareness. It's about, you're going to pick a few channels that you want to become known in. And so doing things like podcasts, for example, if you're able to find yourself some things that you're able to add value to other people, something that you know that you can share with other people, you could potentially find seats in podcasts. There's listeners there that will drive traffic. Biggerpockets.com is a huge community of investors So being able to be active on the forums and contribute to that. There's different meetups, right? Different meetups, conferences, events, getting out there and getting shaking hands, meeting people, really any way. There's so many different ways to kind of get your name out there. Even we've had a lot of success with local news outlets like the Business Journal. We just bought a property. So now we're going to go ahead and touch base Business Journal and say, hey, we bought this 80 unit apartment, XYZ. This is our plan with the property over the next 12 to 18 months. And this is who we are. And so the business journal will love love to push out a little thing about this real estate company who bought this property. This is their plan. And professionals are reading those business journals. And so you'll get leads from from things like that. What's been, they say, the top two channels that you all found to be successful? Well, certainly bigger pockets. So my business partner, Sterling White, He actually focuses on branding and marketing. And so he writes blog posts. He's a contributor for Bigger Pockets. So that's been great. And then number two would probably come into the category of podcasts and news articles. And kind of right in there with number two would be referrals. So current investors, basically, and Whitney, you probably realize this is once you have a nice group of investors and you've been working with them, they'll tell their network, they'll tell their friends. And that actually becomes a really significant word of mouth referral on a continuous basis. Yes. And I'll never forget, I know Vinny Chopra mentioned one time on the show, he said, treat every investor like they're a million dollar investor. Even if they're only putting in 25,000, treat them like they're putting in a million because if you do, eventually it will be a million because it'll be the referral to this person, referral to this person. And eventually even that person's investing 100 or 200,000, treat them like they're investing a million because eventually it will be. So, you know, we're getting people to the website where how are you building those relationships? Maybe you even had a call with them. How are you following up to continue to raise capital, growing your database, but building those relationships after you've connected? So the first step, like you mentioned, is we like to get on a call. And that call is really going to be an opportunity for us to understand kind of who they are, what their background is, what their investing experience is. Is this going to be a good fit? For example, we like longer term investments where we may look at refinance instead of selling. So does that resonate with this person? Being able to just take some detailed notes and understand who that person is and then Really from an organizational standpoint, because we have over 3,000 people register with us, it's really from that standpoint, you're trying to find a balance of keeping people updated. For us, we don't like to send out too many emails. Typically, we like to at least have once per month kind of an email going out to everyone. That could be about a deal that's coming through the pipeline or just kind of cute the updates from the quarter. We'll put on a little webinar, kind of go over how the quarter went, the good things, the bad things. 
what we're working on, what's coming ahead. So really, it's just, I think, if you make an effort to at least once a month, be sending out some type of update or sharing. I know a lot of people share like kind of almost like a curated little email that is like sharing market updates and kind of things that they have their eyes on. Any way to just be in front of these people. Some people will say once per month is not enough. That's great. I think probably at least once a month. And then of course, as you start to raise capital on that next deal, you'll have investors that are circling back with you, having questions. It's an opportunity to get back in touch with them rebuild kind of upon the relationship that you already have, get those questions addressed, look for any other opportunities to kind of connect with them. It's really not rocket science, right? It's pretty simple. Like just people have registered with you, they're interested. So just keep them updated, touch base with them once a month, at least. There's a lot of different ways you can go about that. And we like to keep it pretty simple. Now I like that. It's a lot different conversation or relationship too, when they've actually come to you, as opposed to you going to them. And I was going to ask you about the frequency, like you mentioned, you know, at least once a month, but you don't want to just blow up their email inbox either. So what are some ways, Jacob, that if somebody's not ready to go into something like Syndication Pro, maybe they've never done a deal before. They're pursuing that first deal and they're not ready for like some type of software as nice as Syndication Pro. What are some other technology they should be thinking about, something they could use to get started building their network? So some really kind of baseline options that I would suggest is MailChimp in order to kind of professionalize and you can even manage your contact through there. It has a little bit of it, like kind of a CRM type functionality, really baseline. And then Calendly is a great tool as well. We, I mean, I have a paid subscription because I like to have a lot of different types of calls, but it's free for I think one or two calls. So you can use that as a great way for if you have a website and you're inviting people to get in touch with you rather than doing just kind of the generic contact form put a link out there, integrate it with your calendar and let people go ahead and grab 10, 15 minutes on your calendar to get an introduction. I would say also with your websites, make there be a bit of a call to action. This is what we're doing, get in touch with us, but make it a little bit more enticing, like view investments or learn about our current investment opportunity. Even if you don't have an investment opportunity, these types of call to actions are just going to get people from interested to just take that extra step because they're potentially in a position where they're looking to capital right now. And if they see like get in touch with us versus see investments, you know, which one is going to get them to take a little bit more action. So I just keep that in mind on your sites. I like that a lot. So Jacob, before we have to go, just a few more questions. What's been the hardest part of your syndication journey for you or syndication process? Probably the most difficult part was the first syndication we did online and at scale. So I had been raising money with friends and family, really tight knit people that I knew rubbed shoulders with. So that kind of snowballed and that was good. But what we wanted to do was take that outside of our network and start investing with people that didn't necessarily weren't necessarily family and friends. And so the biggest hurdle for us was raising capital for that first deal. So we could have filled the first deal with our friends and family, but we said, no, no, we want to get outside that circle. And it took us a little over three months to raise $350,000 on that first deal. And then it kind of that time cut to maybe two or three weeks for a second deal, relatively the same size. And now we'll raise a million or more in about 24 to 48 hours through the platform. Good for you. And what's the number one way you've recently improved your business other than using something like Syndication Pro? Oh, boy. I think a big part is video content and just finding opportunities to shoot a little piece of video content 
whether that's an update. So I could choose to do a monthly update to my investors, write up some bullet points and have a written narrative. Or I could take three minutes to basically have a video with that narrative and just kind of talk through it. Especially when you're scaling up, the more opportunity that people have to see your face and actually watch you speak rather than just written narrative, it's just going to build that relationship more and more. So that's been something that's been really strong, especially as investors have the opportunity to kind of get to know you before they even talk to you. It just helps that whole process so much. It's the number one thing that's contributed to your success. Luck. Certainly being in the right place at the right time. I think for me, I've always been very conscious, try to be very conscious of what I know and always try to find people who are where I want to be. And I think early on when I first started, when I first really got going with real estate, what really propelled me was a relationship that I made with a really experienced investor. And it all started with one wholesale deal. I was just wholesaling a house and he ended up buying it. And I just took a minute to kind of understand, do some research on him. And then I took all my deals to him first, basically gave him this first look opportunity. And it was through that relationship that I actually ended up managing all of his acquisitions. So Mm -hmm. that was the big, big part for me was that early relationship with the experienced operator, being able to work my way into his organization and just catapult my experience through that. Yeah. And I don't see that as luck. I see that as you hustling. You're putting yourself out there and you hustling. That's incredible. And before we have to go, tell us how you like to give back. Well, personally, I love Big Brothers, Big Sisters. And so I've been a part of Big Brothers, Big Sisters for over four years now. We do an annual donation to Big Brothers, Big Sisters, and then so many other things. Anytime something turns my head as an opportunity to contribute some capital or get involved, I always try to push myself, no matter how busy I am, to just take that extra opportunity to do that. Jacob, you know, I appreciate you so much being on the show and just providing your expertise and how to build these relationships with investors and how you've automated that process and giving us some tools so we can automate it as well. Tell the listeners a little more about just how they can get in touch with you and learn more about Syndication Pro. Sure. So you can email me, jacob at syndicationpro.com. You can visit syndicationpro.com. We have a, a, a good you know, the, the website will give you a pretty good idea what's going on. Feel free to get in touch with me directly. I think I can certainly offer a, a special deal for anyone of, uh, who's a friend of Whitney, friend of mine, and, and we would certainly take care of you. Awesome. Thank you for doing that, Jacob. We really appreciate that. I know the listeners will as well. And uh, appreciate the listeners being with us today. I hope you'll connect with Jacob. Hope you'll check out Syndication Pro. I know they'll do a demo with you uh, if you're interested in that, right, Jacob? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they'll do a demo with you and show you through that program and how it can uh, benefit your business. Uh, But also go to LifeBridge Capital and and, uh, connect with me. I'd love to talk to you and help you any way I can. Go to the Real Estate uh, Syndication Show Facebook group and connect as well so we can all learn uh, from experts like Jacob and grow our businesses. And I hope you're sharing the show. I would appreciate it. And we will talk to each of you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Syndication Show brought to you by LifeBridge Capital. LifeBridge Capital works with investors nationwide to invest in real estate, while also donating 50% of its profits to assist parents who are committing to adoption. LifeBridge Capital, making a difference, one investor and one child at a time. Connect online at www.lifebridgecapital.com for free material and videos to further your success.